Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. You get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com. You get three magazines mailed to you before they hit newsstands, including our legendary summer edition. And you get a year of access to Dave Campbell's Texan Live, our streaming service where you can watch thousands of live Texas high school events, including hundreds of live Texas high school football games. It's all part of a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscription. Get your today at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Get on up with Dark and Bold from Community Coffee. Look for it at your local grocery or communitycoffee.com. Hi, I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment or medications if you don't have insurance, really. Welcome to Be Well Texas. We're glad you're here. Visit BeWellTexas.org. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by BCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit vcrnow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a program on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places, or you'll in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here. Sitting over there at the helm today, making a sound good. She is the Duchess of Dorks, Miss 305. She's Ashley Pickle. Hi, friends. Can, what it do? Can we make Thursdays hypothetical Thursday? Yeah, if you got good hypotheticals, uh, we'll need them earlier in the week, or drop them now and we'll save them. Yeah. If you got good I'll hypotheticals, just keep a bank of hypotheticals. Yeah, we'll make a we'll make the pre-show hypothetical Thursday. If you if you I missed really our, like that. if you're listening on the podcast, go back and watch the the pre-show. We yeah, that good, was a tease to get people to go back. We had and a watch good it. we had a good hypothetical. So anyway, today is Thursday, September 28th, 2023, 56 days until Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to Jeezy. Jeezy's 46 today. Happy birthday, Jeezy. Jeezy or G-Eazy? Jeezy. Okay. I'm so paid. Yeah. Loving I was this, just loving this club. Because I was like, I don't think Jeezy's 46. Thug Motivation 101. Yeah. Loving this Jeezy. club rocks. Jeezy. Yes. Happy birthday, Jeezy. It is episode 1,660. On today's show, folks, big show. We're going to roll out my... <laughs> I thought you were just going to end it there. <laughs> big, big show. Big show. 
On to the first segment. segment. <laughs> uh, we're going to roll out my top 10 Texas high school football games of the week in week six of the Texas high school football season. Then we're going to be joined by the head coach of the 5-0 Madisonville Mustangs, state-ranked. Big go. game this week against Columbus. Uh, coach Russell Urbanke will join us here in just a little bit. And then back half of the show, the picks, my high school football predictions for week six of the Texas high school football season. So please, for your health, stick around. Do we first work through the door? Uh, we sure do. Say it. Big jiggly water balloons. Yes! We're on a heater. Let's go. Tony Blaylock. Keep the same energy. Aaron Arbuckle and Daniel Agnew. Keep the same energy. I love it. I like Aaron Arbuckle's better. He said yeet in all caps. Great work. Great work. We're doing great. We're doing God's work here. We really are. Reveal yourself. Don't. I never want to know. Reveal yourself. I never want to know. Big chickly water. I need whoever that is to come into our meet and greet at state that we do every year with a shirt that says, it is I, big chickly water balloons. You're asking for it. You really are. (laughs) All right, Pickle. Week six of the Texas high school ball season is upon us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. We're friends here, right? Let's be honest. We're friends here. This is a, a large open date. There's a lot of teams off. There are only, and this is a funny thing to say, Yeah. there are only 515 Texas high school football games this week. Gasp. And that However seems, will we survive? Uh, I know. But it's like when there's normally like 650, yeah, like, it's, a big, it's a big dip. Like, you know, almost a third of the state is off this week. And I'm not here to tell you that there are, there's the, the normal overflowing number of bangers, right? Like I've said before, instead of like 50 bangers, we have like 20, right? Because of just the circumstances around it. With that said, if your team, and and by the way, there's a fair chance that your favorite team is off this week. Mm -hmm. And so if you're looking for a game to go to, or you're looking for a game to stream on Dave Campbell's Texan Live, Mm Real fast, I was going to say, like, for real this time, if your team is off and you haven't taken a, a Friday night to stay home and try watching Dave Campbell's Texas football tonight, mm-hmm. like, now is, perfect, is the time to do it. You're because exactly right. you don't have to hone in on one game. We're yep. cycling through games all across the state. So, like, this week is made for Dave Campbell's Texas football tonight. It really is. So, if, you're, if, if your team's off, spend your Friday night with us. If you want to pay attention to a few games that are going to have major impacts across the state of Texas, here are my top 10 Texas high school football games of the week for week six. We will start in Sheldon at Sheldon ISD. It's actually technically Houston as the state ranked number 21 Sheldon C.E. King Panthers take on the number two Galena Park North Shore Mustangs in a state ranked matchup. 21-6A has four state ranked teams and we're going to start to sort through them now. I want to be clear. North Shore is the favorite here. Yes. They have to be the favorite in this one. But I do think C.E. King, even with a scare last week, is worth paying attention to. Receiver Christopher Barnes has been very good for them, uh, a real star for them, and their defense, kind of last week non-withstanding against Umble, has been pretty good. But they're taking on a North Shore team that, uh, well, they look like they're ready to play for another state championship. They have looked every bit the part of a state champion. Caleb Bailey's back. Devin Sanchez patrolling the secondary. Uh, they Their defense has been exceptional. Um, we will start to sort out District 21-6A. It's an important game. If C.E. King can pull the stunner, let's talk about how everything breaks down. But 
it is a state-ranked matchup in the Houston area tomorrow night. Now! I love this game. Let's I've been go. been hyped about this game. Let's go to Mason America at the Puncher Dome in Mason as the fourth-ranked Wall Hawks visit the unbeaten, I said unbeaten, mm-hmm. Mason Cowpunchers. Who, by the way, it's been a minute. Like, they, they had a couple down years. Mm-hmm. But uh, Mason's back, y'all. And they're back doing the things that they've norm- that they've kind of held uh, hung their hat on. Which is defense, which has been very, very good this year. And they are running the stinking ball. Dude, That's- this game is going to go by so quick. If you want, like, one of the best player-on-player matchups, not yeah. that they're going to be playing at the same time, but just back and forth, back and forth. Walls fullback, Nathan Pepper, yep. who rules. Again, if you think fullback should cousin, be in Cousin Texas. Nathan. Yes. <laughs> cousin Nathan. And then uh, Mason running back, Ryan Todd. Ryan Todd is Those- a stud. Two are going to just run the ball all over the place. Yeah. Fullback, quick game. This yes. rocks. This is this is one of those games that if you are if if for some reason you're in the area that kind of hill country Concho Valley kind of in between area go. and you have the means to go to the Puncher Dome, this is worth your time. It'll be a great setting. And it's flex bone versus wing T, and you're right. The running games here between Nathan Pepper and Ryan Todd are going to be a lot of fun to watch. Which defense can step up in a big way that will uh, go a long way towards determining this game. I might reach out to our our buddy down there at Hill Country Sportsnet and see if we can get some of those highlights for Texas football tonight for solely my own personal enjoyment. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Let's go to Gordon. Big six-man matchup. Matchup of unbeatens. Tonight. Tonight. As the number three ranked Abbott Panthers take on the Borden County Coyotes in a matchup of unbeatens. So Borden County, if if you don't follow six-man football particularly closely, you're probably thinking, huh, Borden County, I, I, I seem to remember them being very good. They have been very good. Historically, they have been excellent. The past couple of years have been a little bit of a surprise, have been a little bit of a disappointment, but they are back. And they are back and rolling 5-0 and to start the year. Uh, Trey Ritchie is one of the very best coaches out there. And they've got, they've got a playmaker in Ishmael Rodriguez, who is a stud, a do-it-all two-way star who's worth the price of admission taking on an Abbott team that has got plenty of playmakers themselves uh, and this is going to be a, a real test for them going forward Abbott has looked every bit the part of a state championship game, uh, t- contender Riley Sestala has been really really good to start the year Joe Pavelka uh, they have got Paxton Pajowski they have got a number of dudes a number of ways to beat you and that defense is is kind of classic Abbott defense. Their defense has been very good. The other thing to keep in mind, though, this is a non-district finale, at least... Let me see if it's a non-district finale for Borden County. I know it's a non-district finale for Abbott. This is a non-district finale for Borden County. Next week, Borden County is an open date, and next week, Abbott takes on Aquila, who's presently unbeaten and also state-ranked. Is there a look-ahead factor? Keep in mind, this game, Borden County and Abbott, really sets the stage for district play next week. Let's go to Columbus, another state-ranked matchup, as the unbeaten Madisonville Mustangs take on the unbeaten Columbus Cardinals in Columbus, America. 
We're going to talk with Russell Urbanke, the, the head coach of the Madisonville Mustangs here in just a moment. But they are off to their first unbeaten 5-0 start since 2017. And they have been really fun to watch. I don't know if, if, if you don't know this. Madisonville has a Texas Tech commit on their on their roster in uh in in Lorenzo Johnson mm-hmm. who's a two-way star for them their quarterback Ty Williams has been very good as well going to have to take going to have to put on their working boots against Columbus who is rolling right now and it's all Shobles quarterback uh <laughs> what's new <laughs> yeah quarterback Adam Shobel is exceptional John Shobel leads the, the way on the defensive side this team is rocking and rolling so if Madisonville can walk in they are the 4A take on a 3A but they can walk in and get a win that'll be a real feather in the cap for the Mustangs we'll talk with their coach coming up here in just a moment let's go to the coast in a really intriguing uh district matchup as three rivers welcomes in uh second ranked refurio into a division two three rivers is a team that we probably haven't talked a ton about but they're four and one to start the year uh and have been really fun to watch especially offensively their offense has been outstanding to start the year uh putting up about 40 points a game and there's a lot to like about the way that they go about their business uh Derek Lancaster is the name to know the big receiver out wide but their senior quarterback Caden Solis has been exceptional exceptional start year that that Solis to Lancaster uh matchup is going to be one to watch taking on Refurio and Refurio we know what they're about they're going to run the ball Ernest Campbell has been very good their defense has been strong to start the year as well can Refurio get off on the good foot in a critical district matchup that I think i think do i want to say this i could decide the district that's what, I'm, that's what I, I want to make sure i don't put I, my foot in my mouth i'm not forgetting i mean i think Ganado will have something to say about it yeah. but those three this is the yeah. first of like let's say a round robin mm-hmm. between these three of uh of Ganado, uh Ganado refurio uh and uh and and uh three rivers so fascinating game there at three rivers there in uh in at bulldog stadium now let's go to the big country the Battle of 377 as the Stephenville Yellow Jackets, ninth ranked in 4A Division One, take on the Brownwood Lions, seventh ranked in 4A Division One. This is a non-district contest, mm-hmm. but it, rules. it matters a lot for both of these teams. And coaches. Um, Brownwood has been exceptional thanks in large part to their quarterback Ike Hall he's been very good and they have come up with big plays when they need it most. He, uh, Their defense has... Uh, a little dangerously last week against Waco Connolly, they they escaped with a win. But if you want to talk about living dangerously, nobody lives dangerously more than Stephenville. Stephenville has, I believe, they had an 11 point loss to Abilene Wiley. The other four of their games have been decided by a touchdown or less, including two one point games. This team has a knack for the dramatic. Kate, Tate Marusco, their running back, uh, and then their their quarterback Ryan Gafford, very strong. Uh, the, what I want to see is can the Stephenville defense, which has been touched up in the past, can it match up against Ike Hall and this Brownwood offense? Fun matchup, rivalry matchup. Stephenville has dominated the series in the past few years. I believe they've won five of the last six, uh, but Brownwood would love a little bit of revenge here as Brownwood takes on Stephenville. Then let's go to the Houston area, another top 25 matchup 
as the number eight Katy Tigers take on the number 25 Katy Jordan Warriors. Live on Dave Campbell's Texan Live. And a huge matchup for District 19-6A, which is all jumbled. And believe it or not, first place in the district is up for grabs. Katy Jordan is, uh, is one of the real surprises. Second year varsity program, but they are not an accident. They're loaded, okay? Chad Gasper, their running back is very good. Andrew Marsh on the outside is a stud, and they play some defense. They play some defense. This Katie Jordan team has got dudes, okay? Taking on the team that's the, you know, the, uh, the, the, the champ that runs the camp, right? Katie. Katie's the team that, that you got to beat to win district this district. And and look, Chase Jonesy and Termaine Hill, they're running the ball as they normally do, and you're never going to believe it, but their defense has been very good. Katie's secondary can be beat, and that's going to be what's up to Katie Jordan to f- expose that secondary. Fascinating matchup here. A real prove-it game here for Katie Jordan taking on Katie. They're in Katie of all places. Then, let's go to Buddy Eccles Field in Coppell. As first place in District 6-6A is on the line as the unbeaten Coppell Cowboys mm. welcome in the 3-1 and Louisville Fighting Farmers. Live on Dave Campbell's Texan Live. There's a lot here. <laughs> <laughs> Louisville's awesome. emotion. Louisville's really good. Uh, Viren Ellison, their their running back is a stud. Ethan Terrell, their quarterback, is a Jackson State commit. He is a stud. Uh, they have got playmakers. And what you saw last week against Flower Mound, it looks like their defense has started to round into form. That's kind of the case for Coppell, too. Coppell, first couple of games, got into these shootouts. But the past couple of weeks, including last week against Plano West, the defense really tightened up. And they got a quarterback in Edward Griffin, who's very strong. Omerin Mwabaki is a a star running back as well as Xavier Mosley. A lot of this depends on which of these defenses has figured things out. Um, I have said, and I'll say it here, I said on Tepin Step, I'll say it here. If Coppell wins this game, I'll wear my letter jacket on Monday. Let's go. Coppell and Louisville live on TexanLive.com. Let's go. Let's go to the Houston area for another kind of deep cut game. Mm-hmm. As the number one team in the private school ranks, Houston St. Thomas takes on Houston Kincaid. Uh, the Falcons are 4-1 and one to start the year. Their lone loss on the year is the season opener to Jasper, but they have woken up in a big way since then, especially offensively, because they are finding ways to uh, get the ball to their junior dual-threat quarterback, Cooper Chambers, who is a lot of fun to watch. They've got some playmakers on the outside as well, most notably their wide receiver, Jordan Manuel. Going up against the number one team in the in the private school ranks in Houston St. Thomas. Houston St. Thomas has, has run a real gauntlet and has looked really good doing it. They got a big win over St. John's, got a big win over Austin Regents, which is a kind of win you hang your hat on. And their offense has really been hard to stop because they can beat you in a variety of different ways. They've got Johan Cardenas, uh, our our private school cover boy, who is off to a really a really nice start. But their dual threat quarterback, uh, uh, Dante Lewis, is a name to know down there. This is going to be a fun matchup. I think it could end up being a shootout there. Uh, but Houston St. Thomas and Houston Kincaid is a really fun private school matchup going on in the Houston area. And finally, let's go down to Bellmead, America. As the number eight ranked in three A Division One, Yoakum Bulldogs visit Waco La Vega. 
this is an opportunity for Yokum to really prove themselves, punching up against a big physical ball club. Um, this is a Yokum team that I've been very impressed with, uh, specifically their quarterback, Zachary Taylor, who is, or I'm sorry, uh, uh, yeah, their, their, their Zachary Taylor has been really fun. The Army commit is just kind of the headliner of a bevy of really talented playmakers that they've got. La Vega is interesting here. This is a th- this is they're three and two, and their their defense, which is strange to say because that's always been the the calling card for uh, for Coach Don Hyde. Their defense has been touched up recently, and that's going to be a real case. I mean, they got they gave up 42 to Lorena. They gave up 48 to Waco Conley. So explosive offenses have had their way with them. Now, they've got their own style of playmakers. Junior Thornton, their quarterback, has been very strong out of the gate, and Bryson Rollin, their running back, is doing Bryson Rollin things. Fascinating matchup. La Vega at home is tough to beat, and especially taking on a team that is smaller than them does depth play an issue in this one. That's a really fascinating cross-classification matchup. And then they are your my Texas high school football games of the week. You can find complete coverage of all the games at texasfootball.com, and make sure you watch Dave Campbell's Texas Football tonight, Friday night at 7.30 p.m. on texanlive.com and on YouTube. We're Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Coming up here in just a moment, we'll be joined by the head coach of the Madisonville Mustangs, Coach Russell Branke, ahead of their big game with Columbus. But first, a word from these goods and services. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas loves doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 855- Go VCR now. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 Go VCR now. I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, even at home. We provide compassionate, caring support virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment if you don't have insurance, really. Welcome to Be Well Texas. We're glad you're here. Pickle, let's go to the hotline 
And let's welcome in the head coach of the unbeaten Madisonville Mustangs. We're pleased to be joined by Coach Russell Urbanke. Coach, how are you? Good, good. Just uh, just got in off the field. <laughs> how are things in beautiful Madisonville, Texas? It's warm today, warm today. Very, very little wind and not a cloud in the sky. Uh, I want to go back to a couple of years ago. Uh, you took over for Coach Rusty Nail, uh, who became the athletic director, uh, promoted from offensive coordinator. First couple of years at the, at the helm, um, you know, one playoff appearance in those first three years. But then last year, that run to eight and five, and now off to this five and oh, oh, oh mark. What do you think has maybe been the difference between those early years and, and what you guys are experiencing now? Well, you know, anytime you, you know, even though I was the offensive coordinator and became the head coach, we had a, you know, we had some of the assistant coaches um, change the position, you know, some of them left, some of them stayed, uh, but just, you know, had the same offensive coordinator, same defensive coordinator for the last couple of years. And uh, honestly, this group of seniors, uh, some, you know, a lot of these guys have been on, or several of these guys have been on varsity since they were freshmen. Uh, we just, you know, when I took over, we just had a couple lean years um you know talent wise and uh so we you know we moved some younger kids up in uh last year's group um those uh seniors 24 that we graduated last year uh, a lot of those guys started as sophomores so they you know they'd been at the varsity level for three years uh so we're we're leaning on that senior leadership and and that you know some of those guys have been on varsity since they were freshmen uh, it's hard not to notice what you guys have been able to do on the defensive side to start the year. Uh, you know, with, with your uh, defensive coordinator Heath Britton, this is a, a defense that is is really playing exceptionally well, giving up about twelve points a game through the first five games. What what have you seen on the defensive side that that has you encouraged moving forward? Yeah, just you know, relentless effort to the football. We coach it, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, yeah, in the in the takeaway program, the, the, those guys have gotten 13 turnovers this year, um, and three of them have been returned for touchdowns. Uh, had had a couple of scoop of scores, uh, had a interception return for a touchdown, and you know we you know we coach taking the ball away hard, you know, in practice. Uh, talking with Russell Urbanke, the head coach at the Madisonville Mustangs here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation, hashtag TF Today. Of course, Coach, I, I know you're an offensive guy, and, and, and the offense has been certainly doing its part as well. Uh, it is hard not to notice uh, the, uh, the, the, the growth and the uh, kind of emergence of Ty Williams, uh, your, your quarterback, and, and what he's been able to do. Uh, what have you seen from QB1 Ty Williams uh, so far this season? You know, Ty's the leader of our offense. Um, you know, he took over the starting job in in district play last year as a sophomore. You know, he led us through the playoffs, um, and you know, we just kept that thing r- right on rolling into the summer and seven on seven. And you know, uh, he's he, he takes care of the football. Mm-hmm. You know, he knows he, he's going to take what the ge- defense uh, gives us. Um, in the passing game, you know, uh, we do a lot of the RPO stuff. So, you know, it's up to him whether we're running the ball or passing the ball. Uh, and, and, you know, we have confidence in him and, and you know, putting those putting those, uh, you know, options on his shoulder. Um, so, you know, we may call an inside run play, but yet if he sees something on the outside that he likes that the defense has given us, he takes it. Um, and, and when you can develop that trust and that, you know, just how he's matured uh, 
through the first five games is, uh, man, he's, you know, we, we, we got it clicking right now. Uh, for the first time maybe ever, there's a lot of Madisonville Mustangs fans out in Lubbock, Texas, uh, with uh, with Lorenzo Johnson, the Texas Tech commit, on the on the roster, a guy who uh, is a two-way star for you guys, uh, receiver, defensive back. Uh, he's impressive to watch, and, and the numbers are certainly there as well. Uh, as the guy who gets to coach him every day in practice and, and, and sees him uh, all the time, what is it about Lorenzo Johnson that makes him special? You know, just he, he just holds everybody, everyone accountable, mm. uh, you know, on both sides of the ball. If somebody's not where they're supposed to be, um, he's going to let them know about it. It's just that senior leadership. And there again, you know, he's one of those guys that's been been up on varsity for four years. Um, and, uh, and you know, he he. he, he 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 has grown this year in a in a voice you know he always kind of led by example even as a sophomore and a, and a junior you know he really didn't have a a big voice and you know he just kind of like I said led by example but now he's he's kind of come out of his shell as a senior and you know if somebody's not where they're supposed to be if a receiver's running the wrong route he lets them know and you know and and not a degrading way but just you know helps coach it up uh, you know almost like another coach on the field. I know you've got a couple weeks until then, but but I I do want to take the opportunity to ask you about your district, 11-4A Division II, uh, a five-team district, which always makes it a bit of a, a, a case of musical chairs, uh, and what feels like a pretty tightly packed district. Uh, a, a lot of, a lot of teams with with a lot of talent in in this district. Between you know Waco Conley, Robinson's off to a really nice start. Uh, Salado always dangerous as well. I'm interested from from your perspective where you sit when you take a look at at when district play arrives. What do you see in 11-4A Division Two? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, there's there's very little, you know, there's there's not a whole lot of difference between the top and the bottom once you get, you know, to the end of the year. Um, you know, uh, Coach Lancaster's come into Robinson. Man, he's got those guys playing hard. Of course, Coach Westerburn, you know, there Salido, Coach Hunter over in. Uh, and in Gatesville and, you know, Waco Conley that, you know, just the athletes that they have at every position. Mm -hmm. Uh, So from top to bottom, I mean, week in and week out, it is, it is a dog fight. Um, And I'm glad I got the bye next week. So (laughs) I I, I got the lucky one. We we play, we have Columbus and then, and then we have a bye and, and then we go four in a row. Before you get to that open date, though, you guys are going to hop on a bus and head down to Colorado County to Columbus uh, to take on uh, the second-ranked team in 3A Division One, the Columbus Cardinals. Um, and, and certainly don't want you to give away trade secrets here, but but when you take a look at what you guys are going to be up against tomorrow night in Columbus, what do you see? Uh, one of the best – well, I mean, one of the – well. I mean, they are the best coach, well-coached team that will – you know, in the state of Texas that they know – everybody's where they're supposed to be all the time. Mm. You know, you're not going to get them on trick plays and, you know, things like that. Um, they're going to be where they're supposed to be defensively. Um, you know, and offensively, man, their offensive line's one of the – I said it last year. I mean, we played 13 ball games last year, and I still would say that their offensive line was the best offensive line we played all year. Um, they got a couple guys that double over and play on the defensive line, same thing defensive line their linebackers um you know there's some of the the, it's it's definitely going to be a test for the mustangs um coach shovel does an amazing job he'll have those guys fired up and ready to play um you know they came in here last year and 
you know, it was kind of score for score the first half, and, man, they just kind of leaned on us a little bit the third quarter, and they got us, uh, I felt like, in the third quarter last year. So that's really what we've kind of honed in on this week. And, um, you know, their their defense is a bend but don't break mentality. You know, they try to keep everything in front of them and uh, don't don't let you get many shots over the top. But, uh, you know, we're going to have to we're gonna have to take care of the football as we've done this year and create some turnovers on defense. He's Russell Urbanke. He's the head coach of the state-ranked and unbeaten Madisonville Mustangs. Coach, we sure appreciate your time. Congratulations again on the great start, and uh, best of luck tomorrow night in Columbus. All right, Greg. Appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely. There he goes, Russell Urbanke, head coach of the Madisonville Mustangs. Um, really intrigued. I mean, high praise. I mean, you can you can tell like that's not blowing smoke about about Columbus. He's like he was like okay, this team is this really team's good. good. This team's really good. Yeah, and that's it's funny because we talk about Columbus's offensive line a lot. Mm-hmm. It's funny to hear a person that went oh, up yeah. against him and he was like, oh, oh, hands down. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be a challenge. But I'll tell you, like Massonville, they have some weapons. So they have some weaponry that I think can push Columbus because when you take a look at who Columbus has played so far this year, um, I am not sure. In fact, I'm confident saying that they have not played a team as explosive and as like pedal to the metal as Madisonville can be. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a real test for Columbus, who, by the way, Kids. has to deal with yeah. Hallettsville, Hitchcock, and, Col- and Yoakum in consecutive weeks starting next week. Yeah. So this is a four-game stretch here for Columbus that's going, to be, that's going to be tough. And he's exactly right about his district, 11-4A Division II, mm-hmm. where they get the open date, and then it's surprising Robinson. I tried to tell you all, Chris Lancaster is a Ball coach and Jack came over from Academy, and he's got Robinson rolling right now. And then it's Gatesville, and then uh, a week, week ten, they take on Connolly, and that's going to probably be for the district championship, in my in my opinion. But uh, fascinating game tomorrow night in Columbus. We appreciate Russell Urbanke's time. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every, we're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football on the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Coming up here in just a moment, the picks, my high school football predictions for week six of the Texas high school football season. But first, a word from our partners. Takis is the presenting sponsor of the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Sustainability Champions Award, spotlighting influential kids looking to pursue a career focused on the social, environmental, and economic well-being of our future. Be sure to check out this week's Spotlight Game of the Week, where we'll be spotlighting two Sustainability Champions Award winners. Thank you to Takis for your support of the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Sustainability Champions Award. For more information, visit TexasFootball.com. Dave Campbell's Texas Football has partnered with the North Texas Honda Dealers to honor community helpers from across North Texas. Texas is fortunate to have so many great individuals that give back to their community in so many different ways. Thanks to the support of the helpful North Texas Honda Dealers, we have an opportunity to shine a light on a few very deserving individuals. Congratulations to this week's recipients of the Helpful Honda Community Helper Award, and thank you for being helpful in your community. For more information, visit TexasFootball.com. Hello, for real this time. Uh, you guys gotta, if you guys have ever wondered what we do while those while while we're in ad break, we just sit here just like talking, be like, oh, what are we doing next? Uh, anyway, it's now time to roll out the picks. My high school football predictions for Week Six of the Texas high school football season. I don't know if you went back and looked, Pickle. Mm-hmm. I was undefeated last week on the picks. Oh, really? No, that's not true. I didn't think so. But I did get at least one right, and that's the 
Greg Tepper guarantee here on the picks. I will get at least one of these right. Here's my picks for week six of the Texas high school season on Texas football today. Believe it or not, we've reached the midway point of the Texas high school football regular season and massive district matchups are everywhere. These are the picks. Welcome into the picks, your guide to the Texas high school football weekend. My name is Greg Tepper of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. Thank you so much for tuning in and welcome into week six of the 2023 Texas high school football season. And I'm gonna level with you guys. The slate's a little bit thin this week. Almost a third of the state is on an open date this week. Uh, I can explain to you why, but basically the way the districts line up, a lot of teams are off this week. And so as a result, there's not as many bangers as we're used to, right? Instead of like 50, there's only like 30, right? But that's okay because it's Texas high school football and there's meaningful action in every corner of the state. If you're a brand name shopper, somebody who just looks for the big helmet games, uh, maybe this isn't the week for you. But if you like Texas high school football, then this week has plenty of action for you. We start in Brownwood. 7.30 p.m. Friday night at Gordon Wood Stadium in Brownwood. One of the great rivalries in Texas high school football is renewed as the Stephenville Yellow Jackets visit the Brownwood Lions in a state-ranked 4A matchup. What are the keys to this matchup? Key number one, like Ike. Let's talk about Ike Hall, quarterback for Brownwood, because he is a lot of fun to watch and a real big reason why the Lions are off to this roaring start. He is a true dual threat, can do a little bit of everything, ran for four touchdowns last week in their win over Waco Conley, but make no mistake, there he can absolutely sit in the pocket and throw it as well. He is a dynamic athlete, whether he's running it or throwing it, and he's got a good offensive line and plenty of weapons around him. A big question in this game is how the Stephenville defense, led by Hudson Butchie, is going to be able to contain him. If Ike Hall goes off in this game, Brownwood's going to have a great night. But if, the, if Stephenville can contain him, then I think this game really gets interesting down the stretch. So, what happens when Ike Hall takes command? Key number two, heart attack jackets. So Stephenville's three and two on the year, now back into the 4A Division I state rankings, and you can't say that it hasn't been exciting because the Yellow Jackets have been involved in some very tight ball games. If you take out an 11-point loss to Abilene Wiley, their other four games have been decided by a combined 12 points. Yeah, they have been nip and tuck affairs. They're three and one in those four games, by the way. And quarterback Ryan Gafford has had a real knack for the dramatic. So what does that mean, really? Like, is Stephenville just good in these close games? Uh, if this game is close, does that give the Yellow Jacks an advantage? Can the defense for Brownwood, led by defensive lineman Quentin McCarty, give them a little bit of breathing room to make sure this isn't a one-score game? A lot of fascinating aspects to this particular note that Stephen has played a lot of close games. They've got that experience and they look like they're pretty good at it. So can the Brownwood defense step up to give them some breathing room or will Stephenville get into a nip and tuck affair again? And key number three, the rivalry. This is what makes Texas high school football so great, right? The Battle of 377, one of the great rivalries in Texas high school football, the 79th meeting between these two. This is a non-district game, but it is not going to have a feel of a non-district game there at Gordon Wood Stadium. Now, Stephenville has dominated this series of late. They've won the last three and five of the last six. But Brownwood looks like they have the upper hand this year, especially being at home. The other thing that's interesting about this game is that it's uniquely personal for both of these coaches. Sammy Burnett, the head coach at Brownwood, 
is a Brownwood guy. He graduated from Brownwood High School. Sterling Doty, the head coach for Stephenville, he played for Stephenville. He is a Stephenville guy. So that's what makes this game so much fun on Friday night is that it's not just two teams going at it, it's two communities. But with that comes pressure, comes a spotlight, and comes big moments that teams are gonna need to be able to handle to get through to the end. So when the rivalry lights are the brightest, which of these teams can step up the most? Who am I picking? I'm going with Brownwood. I trust the Lions' defense more than I trust Stephenville's defense, plain and simple. I think that they have been more consistent week to week. Now, Stephenville certainly got plenty of playmakers, and Ryan Gafford, their quarterback, is capable of taking over this game. But if you're asking me which team I trust more going into this game, the answer is Brownwood. I think they've proven it week in and week out a lot more than Stephenville has. Now, Brownwood has not been running away from teams. Last week against Connolly, they certainly got lit up a little bit on the defensive side, so it's going to be up to Quentin McCarty getting pressure up front and able to make these plays. It's also up to the Stephenville defense to contain Ike Hall. In the end, though, with home field advantage, I think Brownwood breaks the streak. I think the Lions get a rivalry of 377 win. Let's go to Houston. 7 o'clock Friday night at Crenshaw Memorial Stadium in Houston. It is a District 21-6A clash between the Galena Park North Shore Mustangs and the Sheldon C.E. King Panthers. There are four state-ranked teams in 21-6A. They have a real claim to being the District of Doom, and we're going to start to sort it out this week as the two, these two state-ranked teams go at it. I really do like the C.E. King team. Quarterback Darius Clark-James, I think, is starting to grow into the role. He's got plenty of weapons on the outside, but they got a scare last week against Humble. They will need to be much sharper this week, uh, taking on Caleb Bailey uh, and Devin Sanchez and this incredible North Shore team that is really rolling. North Shore has not lost a district game since October 2017. I am inclined to think that doesn't change this week. I think North Shore gets the win. Let's go to Columbus, 7 o'clock Friday night at Memorial Stadium. It is a state-ranked matchup of unbeatens as the Madisonville Mustangs visit the Columbus Cardinals. This has been a really intriguing year for Madisonville to start the year. 5-0 for the first time since 2017. They're really hitting on all cylinders. Two-way star Lorenzo Johnson, the Texas Tech commit, has been fantastic. Quarterback Ty Williams has been very strong as well. They will need to play their best game yet when they visit Columbus, who looks like a certified state championship contender. Quarterback Adam Schobel is in complete command of this offense, but what really impresses me most about this team is the defense, which has made big strides behind linebacker John Schobel. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of Schobels on this team. I would not be surprised, actually, if this was a pretty low-scoring affair and these two defenses really came out on the good foot. I think Columbus at home is going to be the team to beat in this one, giving the Cardinals. And 7 o'clock Friday night at Buddy Eccles Field in Coppell. It's a District 66A clash between the Louisville Fighting Farmers and the Coppell Cowboys. Louisville is looking every bit the part of a contender. They have been outstanding. Quarterback Ethan Terrell and running back Viren Ellison have been very strong to start the year. But what intrigues me most about this Farmers team is it does look like this defense has really rounded into form. They look very dangerous. Taking on a Coppell team that their defense struggled early on, but the recent returns have been very good and quarterback Edward Griffin is in complete command of this offense. There is an elephant in the room here. I'm a Coppell guy. I went to Coppell High School class of 2004, and Cowboy Fight certainly never dies. That said, Louisville's got to be your favorite in this one. I think the weaponry they've got is going to be too much. I think this game is closer than it was last year, but I think the result is the same. Give me the Farmers. But those are far from the only big games in week six of the Texas high school football season. Let's get to the lightning round. 
I like Weimer over Thrall. Lorena takes down Little River Academy. Give me Dripping Springs over Buta Johnson. I like Stanford over Olney. Give me Bremont to take down Winthorpe. And how's this for a matchup of unbeatens? I like Newton over Anderson Shiro. Big one on the coast. I like Refurio over Three Rivers. Did you know that Tidehaven's the only UIL 11-man team that hasn't given up a point this season? I'm not sure if that holds up this week, but I do think that they beat East Bernard. And in a battle of DFW surprises, I like Frisco Panther Creek over Wilmer Hutchins. I like Wall over Resurgent Mason. Give me Wink over El Dorado. And another battle of unbeatens. I like Winsboro over Commerce. Out East, I like DeCab over New Boston. I like Harmony to edge out surprising New Diana. And way out West, I like El Paso Pebble Hills over El Paso Americas. I like Rock Springs over Center Point. I cannot get over how good the PNG defense looked last week. I think Port Natchez Groves beats Texas City. And give me Hampshire Finette over Jasper. I like Canyon West Plains just barely over Hereford. Give me Bushland over El Paso Riverside. And Kirbyville takes down Buna. I like Andrews over Canyon. Center takes down Rusk. And Fullshear gets the better of Angleton. In the Valley, I like Brownsville Veterans Memorial over Donna. In Greater San Antonio, I like Universal City Randolph over Blanco. And in Houston, how's this for a surprising matchup of powers in District 19-6A? I like Katie over Upstart Katie Jordan. Battle of Unbeatens in San Antonio, I like Jay over Sotomayor. Give me Mule Shoot to take down Brownfield. And Die Ball gets past Palestine Westwood. Give me Waco La Vega over Yoakum. Waco Connolly gets right with a win over Springtown. And another big game in San Antonio, I like Johnson over Brandeis. Toller keeps it rolling with a win over Hamilton. Mart keeps it rolling with a win over Heiko. And I like Pearsall over Stockdale. Another battle of surprise unbeaten, I like Honeygrove over Alba Golden. And give me Holiday over Snyder. I'm going with C over Archer City in our six-man game of the week. Another matchup of unbeatens. I like Abbott over Borden County. And those are the picks. What am I wrong about? Which games I leave out? Leave comments down below. Don't forget that subscribe button. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks for watching. Enjoy week six of the Texas high school football season. We'll see ya. Thanks me from the past. Yes. The picks, my high school football predictions for week six of the Texas high school ball season. You can see those on YouTube and on TexasFootball.com. And of course, as usual, I promise you, I got at least one of those right. Hopefully, oh my. one particular one. Homer. Cowboy fight never dies. Whatever. you. <laughs> let me have this. You have had Lano greatness, right? You had a Lano regional final. I had Lano State semifinal. Lano semifinal. Until yeah, they got Jonathan Brooks. I know. As you know, 2020, I've kind of like tried to flush from my brain. Yeah, that's but. the other part that stinks about that is it happened during 2020. Yeah, I know. But, um, yeah, every time I think of – every time Jonathan Brooks runs for a touchdown for Texas, I'm like, man. Yeah, I get a chill up my spine. It's like, ah, oh, Lano knows the feeling, Baylor. Yeah. <laughs> 110%. <laughs> Let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. Um, coming up at two, women talking football. Mallory Hartley and yeah. I are revealing the spotlight games for week six of Dave Campbell's Texas football tonight. That'll air tomorrow night for free, 7.30 p.m. on TexanLive.com. And then we're going to talk some Texoma ball. Ooh, Texoma. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah.
be fun. Um, I mentioned this yesterday. We talked about we couldn't have a we, we didn't know if they had booked the guest. Go listen to Republic Football. They got Jay Arnold on yeah. from the a podcast from Aggie Warpod. So uh, they talk a lot of Aggie football with uh, with Jay Arnold. So go listen to Republic Football, our college football podcast. That is going to do for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to Russell Urbanke, the head coach at Madisonville, for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please win your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football 24-7.